0: lion hearted podcast what up what up you are now tuned into the lion hearted podcast where the Phillies reside and on the strong survive i'm your boy main so let's get into it yep 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 okay so this is season two episode 26 y'all it's crazy that it's been I've came this far in such a short amount of time. But also, with with that being said, it's also the last episode of 2023 that's going to drop in 2023. And I was just sitting here thinking, trying to reflect on, like I said, how far I've come. And it's simply amazing because it's been a lot in so little time. This whole podcasting thing, it literally started out as an idea when I was at my worst position in life, up to this point, or up to that point rather. And to see how far I can. Not only do I got the podcast, I have my clothing brand, uh, t-shirts for right now. I mean, I'm looking to expand to like hats and sweaters. It's just been so much going on, you know, the push and pull of everything, and try to find the right pricing for everything. So, but it's coming along. The support has been great. I mean, of course, it it has helped push me through. And I wouldn't change it for nothing in the world because I finally, like, I made a promise to myself. It was late last year, 2022. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, so I'll never call it that because that's not a thing that I subscribe to because I feel like when you make a New Year's resolution, you last for about two, three months, and then you just let it drop off, right? but I was determined not to do that. So what I did was what we do now day and age, like I put it on social media to hold myself accountable. I'm like, if I put it out there and let everybody know what's coming, I'm gonna let y'all in on something. I didn't have nothing. I didn't have a name. I didn't, I had just an idea. It was just like a vague idea in my head. I had already started because I also, I'm working on um, just writing my life story, writing a book about my life story. So, if you're a prominent person in my life, of course you're going to be in there. And no, this is not a tell-all book. It's just about my life story from a creative aspect. Trust me, I know what I'm doing. I know how to write. That's one thing I'm, I've am i always been good at is how to write. So you don't got to worry about that. But um, yeah, with that being said, I didn't have the title of my podcast or nothing. I didn't have a... Uh, intro outro that I was just gonna stick to it was just like a vague idea in my head I just was thinking one day and then I was kind of nervous I'm gonna be honest I was kind of nervous when when I was getting started like because I should have started weeks before I actually did and it came down to it it was like I was I had got to the, like the middle of February and I just felt myself getting into that space like there I go procrastinating again am I going to let this drop off after like the three months. Like I said, from December all the way to February, this, I'm almost to the three month mark where I made myself this promise. I said I was going to turn 2023 into my year, you know, blah, blah, blah. We all say that. But I was like, I don't want to just say it. I want to live it. I want to actually do it. And so I was like, one thing I know that will push me through, and it's crazy how things just work out like that. I was like, I'm going to drop my first episode. I literally... Recorded the first episode off my iPhone. I literally recorded the first episode off my iPhone. And if you go back and listen to it, the first of many, you can tell. The quality ain't the greatest because I didn't know what I was doing. I was just taking a shot in the dark and I wanted to put something out there. And I ended up dropping my first episode on uh, February 22nd of this year. Anybody that know me and for those that don't, that was the day that my father was murdered in 1994. So I was sitting there thinking the other day. I'm like, now I can look at that day and be like, this is the first day that I dropped my first episode and look how far I've come. Because normally what I would do for that day, you know what I mean, just for that day specifically, I'm closed off. I don't want to talk to nobody. I think I would talk to my mom like in the morning. I don't want to talk to my siblings. I don't want to talk to nobody. And that's just how I always dealt with it. You know what I mean? Like, different strokes with different folks, that's just how I dealt with it. I'm I'm always cool leading up to it. I mean, it never really goes away. There's always those moments that you have, especially when you accomplish something. It's like, it's cool to have, like, my mom tell me she's proud of me and all that stuff, but it's just that little piece that's missing. And like people always tell me, like, well, you know your pops is proud, right? And it's like, yeah, you know it, but to hear it is something different. And to knowing I'll never get that chance, it's hard at times. You know what I mean? Just being out, just being completely transparent, just being completely honest. And so I was like, the only thing that I know how to do is try to turn that day where I'm usually somber, usually sad. It's a negative. It's always going to be a negative in my life, to somewhat of a positive so i dropped my first episode february 22nd 2022 and it just so happens like the first season ended july 1st of 2022 which is the uh, day that i lost my nephew and that one that one just it just that's the way the episodes dropped the calendar just hit like that so i was like why not stop right here take a little bit of break got better equipment, as I got more views, more listens, I start getting my voice, start seeing, like, in other countries, y'all. Like, being known around my city is one thing. And for those that don't know, I say it all the time. I'm from the patch. i always be from here. But I want to make this clear, too. I'm a nigga from Bakersfield, but I ain't no Bakersfield nigga. If you know, you know, and there is a difference. You know what I mean? Because so many people, for different reasons, they get out of here, which is cool. There ain't nothing wrong with it. So many some people run away from here. No matter where you no matter what problems you face, no matter where you go, but always remember you from the patch, you from the eight oh five, you from the six sixty one for the younger generation that don't remember what the area code used to be. You're able to move the way you move because of where you from. It never really leaves you, no matter where you go in life. And that's one thing I always try to try to big up about my city because, of course, it's negative that can happen everywhere. But we're known for all the negative stuff. You know what I mean? And, like, I, I made a point just a little bit ago to make y'all understand I'm from Bakersfield, but I ain't a Bakersfield nigga. And the only reason why I say it like that because we get a bad rap as the men and women uh, being from this city, we get a bad rap because of the way a group of people move. That's why I'm real big on not lumping people in a category. You judge people off their individuality and how how they move. Like the saying goes, you are who you hang with and all that stuff. I hang out with some great ass people. All the men that I associate myself with, even the women, I try to associate myself with the best of the best that got different accolades, different skill sets. You can always learn something from somebody and it's like, but when you talk to outsiders, or even when the people that's from here, when they go other places, when they get asked where they from, they'll tell you Central Cali. They won't say where. But even if they do say where, they get the, oh damn, from over there. Like I heard, and I'm real big on that. Like when we go outside the city, we gotta we gotta labor them good points. Stay Lionhearted. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, I'm back, y'all. My bad. Little equipment malfunction, that's all. But players fuck up too. You already know how it is. We always honest on this podcast. But um yeah, what I was saying, but when we go outside the city, man, we need to start bigging up and laboring the good parts of our city. Not like even if somebody thinks bad of our city, we gotta do it good job of speaking about the glowing parts because you always hear the negative and if, once we do that it'll always keep us in a negative uh, mindset because i don't give a fuck where you go if you don't change your mental your pathway never changes so you could live you can move you can live in california you can move to la you can move to oregon you can move to vegas you can move to florida atlanta maine it don't matter If you don't change the things that caused you to leave or how you move or the type of people you move around, nothing is never really going to change. And I had to learn that. I had to use that same logic with myself in order to get to where I'm at today. And that's why I'm saying this. I'll never say nothing that I haven't thought about or went through myself. So even being a person from here, And this is the only place I've ever lived. I mean, visiting other places, it makes you appreciate that place, but then it also makes you appreciate home as well because you never truly forget where you come from and how you move around and why you do what you do. And I had to, it it was from a friend of mine who, like I said a little bit ago, you can always learn something. Surround yourself with people that you can always learn something from and see one of the best nuggets of advice that i got about myself and it takes a while especially for us men it takes a while for us to digest it and actually apply it for women for y'all it's more like more of an instant a constant thing when y'all set your mind to something y'all do it us as men a lot of the times like we got to get over that procrastination but like i said a, a friend of mine somebody that known me she known me since i was 18 almost right before my 19th birthday So, a little 18, 19 years old right so she told me she goes she always tell me like I'm so proud you done did a lot because she knows like I kinda this whole year I made a promise to myself 2023 is gonna be my most selfish year to date and anybody that know me know the type of person I am I'm always willing to lend a helping hand like I tell people I'm not I'm like, cause the whole narrative is like, oh, he's too nice. You know what I mean? And we get a bad rap on that because that's not what people want. It just is what it is, man. If we telling the truth, it just is what it is. You know what I mean? That people don't respond well to good people, to nice people. I mean, what well, they say they want it, but they don't respond well to it. But it's not because it's a negative connotation. It's just foreign to them because of the environment that we was raised in and we come up in. You rare. It's rare that you find that. Now there's some good gems out there, some good bonds out there that's that's dope as fuck and it's good to see. That's why whenever I see it I always celebrate it. But for the most part, being a being a too nice air quotes person is a negative. You get a negative connotation with that. And I always tell people this. Oh, don't don't for a second. I ain't too nice. Fuck all that. Anybody that know me know. When it's time, I could be the asshole I need to be. But I tell people this too, it ain't that I'm too nice, it's I'm respectful. Because my mama raised me that way. So, if, if that's a negative, so be it. In the words of my grandma, rest in peace. Like, if, it, if that's a negative, so be it. Because that's how I was raised, that's how I was brought up. My mom was just telling me a story that somebody, uh she was just telling me a story well, when this come out, it's going to be a couple of days, about about a week done past. But she was just telling me a story yesterday about uh, somebody blessed her for Christmas. And it was, like, so unexpected. You know what I mean? And they were just telling her, and she kind of hesitated a little bit. Like, because when somebody want to gift you something or give you something, even if that's the way that you move, you automatically think negative. Because we don't really do that in today's day in age like you know what i mean so she was like are you sure like do you really want to give me this blessing and it was like yeah it was like ruby you a good person it was just you know telling her all the great qualities about herself and she telling me and i'm like i'm looking at her like you know the asshole in me like well duh that's what we do like yeah like what do you expect that's who we are that's the type of people that's the type of person i know as your child I've been knew you was like that. That's why I'm like that. So whenever I, whenever that blessing is given to me, I always tell people, thank my mama. My mama raised me like that. Like, I remember I was at the bank uh, just the other day. I was at the bank and I was at the ATM and it was this older Hispanic lady and she was was behind me and I let her cut in front of me because I'm already thinking, like, she's older. She's probably going to have a little bit difficulty with, you know, the new technology and everything. No no judgment or nothing like that. But I was proved to be right. I knew. And people seen it and it was like, oh, my God, that was so sweet. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, well, I look at it like this. That's somebody's mom or that's somebody's grandma or because I don't know what her age was. But I, So I was like, that's somebody's mom and that's somebody's grandma. I can afford to wait. Like. And it's crazy because, and I've spoke on this many times, so if this is your first time hearing an episode, I was born with cerebral palsy, which it only affected the physical side of me. Like, I got a slight limp if you you see me in person. But so when people don't know me and they see that, they, you know what I mean, they want to help me. But I'm always looking to help somebody else. I'm like, nah, don't worry about me, because I've learned how to deal with it. I've been dealing with this my whole life and I'm always going to deal with it. Like, you know what I mean? Like I I, I tell I was um uh, I was uh talking to a friend of my I was talking to my brother. I was talking to Yeah, it was my brother, wasn't it? It a was, friend. I was talking to my brother Noah and he was telling me he was like, "Man, when I first met you, he was like, when I first saw you, it was like it was that that like I just wanted to help you. I wanted to be. But then once I got to know you, he was like, "Man, got to talk to you. Like, man, this guy's an asshole. You know what I mean?" In a joking way, obviously, right? But he knows the type of person I am. Like, like, He'll still help me out when I need it or if I ask for it or he see me struggling or whatever. But at the same time, he give me my space. And I said, one thing a lot of people don't know about me is when I was in elementary school, I had to face that adversity by myself. In elementary school and in junior high, I was the only kid that was like me. You didn't see kids in wheelchairs or with crutches or with, you know what I mean, eye difficulties or like one leg, two leg. You didn't see that until high school. It became okay, and then they even still kind of tried to keep them isolated. But I was never like in like no special classes or nothing like that. I mean, I mean. I've said it before, and I did uh, uh, the first episode I ever did, the first interview I ever did, I did it with my homeboy, and it was real strategic because I'm like, my homeboy, Hyman, my brother, and he's like, he has cerebral palsy too. And so he, we went through a lot of the same things, but like that's why I named the episode uh, Same Hurdles but Different Lanes because we had different paths in life. And when we did the interview, the dope thing about it is as much as we've known each other since we was, what, three and five years old. He's two years older than I am. So we've known each other. I can say he's my friend. That He's one of my only friends that still remember when my dad was here. That's how long we've been friends, right, over 30 years. And he was, he talked about some stuff in the interview that I thought I knew, but I really didn't know. Because I thought I knew it because I was going through it, too. And so I was so grateful that I was doing it, and I was able to give him his flowers too because it was like, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be the person I am. That's why I'm so driven. That's why I'm so competitive, all that shit. And the main reason being because he used to whoop my ass. And everything we used to do, whether it was our little track meets or whatever, if it was in class, I was always trying to beat this dude. This is my best friend, but I was always trying to get him, trying to – like, he was like the measuring stick for me. So it was never no like people like oh you hater people say that now that nah it was all love but it was all, it was like if he could do it I could do it too type thing so I was able to do that so that's my first uh, interview of season two which that's what mostly this year was about it was supposed to be majority of interviews but a couple dropped out towards the end because of scheduling issues so I'm gonna push them back to season three. And hopefully by that time, because I'm like I said, I'm working my way up. A self-made man. You know what I mean? Like my goal is to get on YouTube, get the visual going, and all that. So I'm I got different streams of income coming right now. I got you know what I'm saying. I got the podcast. I got my clothing brand. I'm I'm writing a book about my life story, which it, my life is a fucking movie. If you know, you know. I've been through so much shit. And, and not to brag, or because I never think that I'm better than nobody, but I never say anybody's better than me. If that makes sense. You know what I mean? That's why I came up with the term, greatness makes the incapable uncomfortable. Because even if you have a flaw, you can still be great. Case in point, my homeboy, myself. And see, another thing too, it's like, what I notice is people that's insecure with themselves, they'll place uh, limitations on you to make themselves feel comfortable. And I don't subscribe to that, right? So it's like, placing limitations on me because you suffer from self-doubt is the worst mistake you can ever make. Sleeping on me is a nightmare. I always say it. See, I got these little sayings that I always say that might just slap them on a t-shirt. Like, you feel me? But, yeah, it's it's been a crazy year, but I wouldn't change it. I've changed a lot. And one thing you realize, like I said, one of my favorite quotes is the Tyler Perry quote about the tree. Putting people in your life in a category of the tree because we have three types of people that come in our pathways. We have Leafs who they're here for a minute. They serve their purpose and then they go for whatever reason, whether things are going good whether things are going bad, whether things may be going good, they don't they don't stick around. So they gone out of here. Then you got the branches. Again, you got they might stick around. They might see things going too good. You might be too much for them or so they may say. So they're going to break off But your roots, is your roots. Like people ask me all the time and I laughed cuz I made a special edition shirt uh, for me and my brothers, strictly for me and my brothers, it, I, if they tell me, oh, print this color up or print this up our it's ours, it belongs to us. And a lot of people was, uh, when I first uh, announced that I was doing the t-shirts and I was going to, you know, turn the brand into apparel, They everybody was loving that shirt. And I'm like, nah, you don't want that. Even females included. I'm, nah, you don't want that. Like uh, Your husband, I don't know if he going to want you, he don't want you rocking that. Why not? Well, those are our initials. And then people are like, oh, it is. And for those that don't know, it's the MAC. Shout out to the MAC. You know, why keep it 100 when we can keep it 2? You know, shout out to my brother Charles C. White. Shout out to my brother Ace. You feel me? And it's myself, M-A-C. And people, shit, we've been through the worst of the worst. We've been through the best of the best. But we always got each other back. So when I was doing it, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do something for us. Because that's always been our look it's just always been us three. Like really, really tight. Like through everything, you know. So yeah. But and another thing that I learned too, a lot of people they love the design that I was able to create. Shout out to my cousin Tay. She did so great on the first round of shirts. She added pop to the color that I created. Even looking at what I came up with versus to how the shirts came out, it's night and day. She did her thing. She told me she was gonna do it. It took longer than expected. You know, even when she would apologize to me, I'm like, yo, hey, I already know what the end result is going to be. And I've got only positive reviews for everybody who has uh, got shirts from me. And shout out to the people that actually um, has rocked their shirts, took pictures, all that stuff. So I could post it on the, uh, I have a um, clothing website, uh, lion underscore hearted underscore clothing. You can add me on Instagram. Low Chain Main is my main Instagram, and then I have Lionhearted Main. That's the podcast Instagram. So it all, it all coincides together. It all starts with the brand that started on February the 22nd. And my my main colors that I started out with was black and gold. Obviously, that's my mom's favorite color. So it's a little shout out to both of my parents. And uh, if I sound a little bit crazy, y'all, it's because I'm kind of under weather. But I'm, I'm playing hurt. I'm playing sick. You feel me? This is what we do. I'm trying to get this episode out um, before the end of the year. But, yeah, like I said, shout out to everybody. It's some of y'all, that I know y'all got shirts from me. Y'all ain't sent me the picture yet for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Like, Because I know somebody asked me the other day, they're like, man, you only show, you only um, sold your shirts to women? And I'm like, nah, they're the only ones that's done took pictures. You know, other than my brother and my nephews, they're the only ones that's done sent me pictures so I can post. I mean, I'm not – and see anybody know anything about me, I, I'm not, I ain't the type to beg in no situation. I'm only going to ask you a few times and, and then I'm going to say, fuck it after that. Like that just, I'm just wired like that. That's how I am. If you know me, then you know, if you don't, hey, you just found out. And, but yeah. And um, so they're the only ones. It's a couple of, it's a, my, bro, uh, my brother, my cousin, you know what I mean? Both of my brothers, my cousin, it's a couple people. Shit. That's real close to me. have. They supported me. So shout out to y'all. The support is always warranted. And I know it's so many people that's like, man, I wanted a shirt. I wanted a shirt because it sold out quick. You know, there was a couple of people that they wanted them. Then the timing just wasn't right. You know, uh, right. Excuse me. The timing just wasn't right. You know what I mean? I understand that. See, I'm a very understanding person as far as that. When it comes to like money wise and stuff and everything like that. And for those that don't know, if you live out of town, I do ship it's fine we'll figure it out you just um you send me your information and i got you but i say all that to say uh there is more designs coming out because my mom should give me a hard time because like, my auntie shout out to my auntie tracy she she bought a shirt from me instantly and uh my mom be like, how come your mama ain't even got it? And But my mom is, she's kind of picky. She wants her own material t-shirt and all this other stuff. So I told her, like, okay, I got you, mom. I'm going to get you a print and you pick the t-shirt out. You want." I had been telling her for a while, but, you know what I mean? I understand why I am the way that I am because I know who I was raised by. So I get it. So I told her, I was like, I got you. I was just telling her yesterday. She was, she was like, so you ain't going to do no more like you did? Because she really liked it. And so I'm like. I got you. I'm finna do it, you know, at the start of the new year, you know, get all this holiday stuff out. And I had everybody laughing because i like, I'm, this is a disclaimer, so I'm going to say that. I love all my nieces and nephews, all of them, every single one of them, even the ones that I haven't really met yet. I love all y'all. So if y'all ever hear this, know that. But I did put something on Facebook where I was dead serious about it. I was like, I spend money during the holidays like I got kids. Yet I ain't got no damn kids yet. Why? Because my brothers and sisters got too many damn kids. So stop. Let me do it. You know what I mean? Or let's change our religion or do something. Like you know what I mean? Nah. But that's that's all jokes aside. But um yeah. So yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be coming in January. I just uh I got my first double interview set up. That's coming. My boy Eddie Kane. Uh, the Ruger show, go listen to that first episode. It's almost to the top 10. I thought it'd be a little bit higher right now, but you could tell we didn't have a bond since we was younger. Our pops was real cool, so it, it was dope. Shout out, shout out to pops, shout out to uh, Big Vino, rest in peace to both of y'all. But yeah, um, so yeah, he just he just I just booked the interview with him coming in the new year, so we we got to talk about this basketball. You know, I mean? we basketball heads, we like I said, we played together in high school and like, I can talk to him because we're so different, but we're so similar, so it, so it bounces off each other very well, so be on the lookout for that, Um, yeah, so, yeah, I just wanted to uh, talk about a multitude of different things, like, it's, it's crazy, y'all, go check out the interviews, man, you get so much, and thank you to everybody that, that came to, on my platform to do an interview with me, and, like, share some of their personal stories with me, like, it's, it's crazy, like, I'm getting my skills better and better as an interviewer. But, like I was saying, my boy Jaime, my first ever interview it had to be him because that's where it started. There would be no me if it wasn't for him, right? I, I can say that. So many people, they get so caught up in themselves that it makes them less. I feel like that makes me more of a person when I can be honest and truthful about that. But um, one of my most impactful, well, two of my most impactful uh that I've done so far is number one was my second interview with my cousin uh Jay West. Shout out to uh west The day that this interview uh the day that this episode excuse me drops will be his birthday. So happy birthday Jay West. We love you. But yeah, if you listen to that it's about his um overcoming uh his battle with alcoholism and how he's a coach now. Coaching his son for his love of football and like replacing not being able to play i'm not gonna give away too much talking because i want you to go listen to it it's called road to redemption i feel like i you know that title fits it perfectly because you know the way people used to talk about him and stuff like that he just pushed through and what motivates him now and the way he worked out different things like that so go check that out if you haven't already uh shit my bro isaias was my third interview uh self-made because he's literally he, a self-made man he went from you know what i mean i i wasn't fortunate enough to grow up with big brothers but i had him like you know what i mean he was older brother for me i I had him since day one it felt like since i was about six years old so like just seeing him getting his master's degree going to college and going through some of the struggles he went through it was dope because his parents uh mama and papa they em- immigrants. From another country, from the homeland, so it's dope. And he's a self-made man. He he runs his own businesses now, but he still got you know the degrees to fall back on as a, a teacher. So it's so it's real cool, you know. So go check that out if you haven't already. He's in the dog space. If you're if you into that space, you know what I mean like they say about podcasts and they saying it about the kennels everybody got a kennel everybody got a podcast but i'm gonna tell you all this no matter what you got everybody don't got the same dogs and everybody that got a podcast don't got the same story because can't nobody tell it the way that i'm telling it right that's how i feel if you don't feel like you're the best why you waking up for that's how i feel and then of course like it's a it's a few more interviews my Cuddy pook talking about the his health uh you know what i mean how he became the juice king and you know what I mean? What motivated him to start getting people on the health uh, kick. I've done it myself. It helped me recover. I probably wouldn't be where I am today without it because I got all that uh, pharmaceutical medicine out of my system using the juicing method. And it worked very well. For three straight days, you get 18 juices. And, you know, he'll he'll give you the game plan how to do it the right way. And as long as you stick to it, it's mind over matter and you can you can – Uh, accomplish anything like i said i got the interview with my 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 boy eddie my bro eddie uh we gonna come again in 2024 so be on the lookout for that uh shout out to Nick. uh shout out to monique she was my first female interview ever she was my first female interview ever and i was so nervous when i did the interview because it's different two men talking and then you gotta adjust the knobs for voice inflection and different things it taught me a lot and i learned a lot from from what we talked about, you know, reach for the stars because I just wanted her to know anything is possible. She even got a few hidden talents in there that I want her to present to the world because it's like you just got to come out there and do it. But I'm still working on that, y'all. If anybody can get her to do it, it'll be me. So we're going to see how that go. And what else I got? Oh, yeah. Now I'll be, I got to mention uh, my highest rated interview to date. When they did the yearly numbers, they did, they, put another episode which was my first my first real episode that I did I mean because of my big sister Candace she goes if you're really gonna do this you need to invest don't be cheap because everybody called me cheap I'm frugal everybody know it I know how to I know how to stretch a dollar I know how to stretch a penny a long way like no but I invested in microphones and different things and and just to see her face when she heard her little brother sound the way I sounded cause I, I, you know how you don't, when it's your older sister, you don't really want to, all right, we both adults now. Don't be telling me what to do, but she was right. I can say she was right, because if I would have stayed recording off my phone, it wouldn't have sounded as good as it sounded. But they say that was the highest rated stream interview, but the numbers don't say that. So I'm going off what the numbers say. And for right now, to date, my highest rated interview is that magnetic energy with my girl, Tanji. Go listen to that. We talk about a multitude of things, her being um, a young African-American, black, successful woman, teacher in a male-dominated field. We talked about spirituality. We talked about um, the essence of, like, stones and rocks and different things like that, if that's what you believe in. I mean, uh, certain ones have helped me. You know, especially the ones with balance and everything like that. I, I appreciate the type of things. So, yeah, go listen to that. Magnetic energy. Uh, if you haven't already, like I said, reach for the stars. Nick, you was the first. You always going to be the first as far as female uh, interviews. Tangi, right, as of right now, yours is the best. And I got I got to give you credit. I got to give you a shout out on that. Everybody loved it. But, yeah, just be on the lookout for... More dope interviews and more dope content because I feel like I'm being better. I'm getting better and better and better and better. You know what I mean? And that voice you heard at the beginning, uh, that's my girl Mary. I've given her many shout-outs throughout this whole year because she came down. She she drove down here and did it in person. She don't live in town here. She drove down here, did it in person. She made time for your boy. And I'm always appreciative because time is the most precious thing we have it's so fleeting so how we use it is very important like I get it we all busy we all got stuff going on so we need to be sympathetic to that or empathetic I should say not sympathetic but empathetic to that fact but when a person gives you their time or make time for you that's how you know they really care about you and I ain't talking about that love bombing bullshit because people uh you know, oh I love you, blah blah blah. I'm proud of you, this and that in the third one minute and then not talk to you for two, three weeks. I ain't talking about that shit. I'm talking about the consistency of it. Like I said, the root to the tree. Be a root to a tree. And and another thing too, I want people to always remember, no matter what, whether people gonna come in your life, they're gonna they're gonna people gonna leave your life. Whether it's through death, which we all must face. Or even if it's people that just decide to move on. You ain't a cup of tea or whatever the case may be, right? But I always say this. You make an impact on somebody so deep that their life story can't be told without you. Because I'm going to tell you something. It's a few people. I ain't going to name names. Because after all, this podcast is about... Um, Protecting the innocent and keeping the guilty free. But I do know one thing you can't tell your life story without the chapter about Maine being in there. Just like I'm not gonna do that. Because that'll be fake of me, and that's one thing I'm not. So yeah, it's it's been it's been so dope uh for twenty twenty three because it's the first year that I locked in and like I can say that I was honestly worried about me. I can honestly say I was worried about me, and I locked in on it. <laughs> Excuse me. Like I said, I'm a little under the weather, y'all. But like I said, I made it about me. I locked in on it, and uh, and I just made things happen. Like I said, I got the podcast. I'm, I'm almost 50 episodes in. If you count the bonus episodes, I haven't really tallied it up. I think I might do that after this. So I can see exactly where I'm at, you know, just for motivational purposes. Then I got the clothing brand coming, more to come uh, after the new year. And I just want to, uh, before I get up out of here, I want to uh, de- dedicate this episode to um, to Savannah, Savvy. I appreciate you, cause you the first person like you like you like to say you were my you were my brand outside. You know what I mean? And she got all three. Of the designs that I made available. Like I said, the Mac one ain't available for everybody. That's just about me and my big brothers. That's just for us. Us as a trio. But she got the line the line, the regular Lionhearted, the Lionhearted with my signature at the bottom, which is main at the bottom. those are the two that I'm gonna stick with. And then she also have you probably seen it, if you follow me on Instagram, she got the the three letter ones, the LHM, Lionhearted Main, like in the letter version. And when you see it, you always gonna see the gold chain, and that's why my main Instagram, my Snapchat, all that is gold chain man. So you can follow me if you don't already. But yeah, shout out to you. I uh, appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for. Uh, like I said, she been rocking. The, like it ain't nothing. I ain't had to ask her. She just she sent me. I remember one time she was like, "Bro, I, I wore." She was like, "Bro, I wore the the t shirt," and I forgot to take a picture. And then so the next day she wore it to work or whatever. She took the picture, sent it to me. Then she just randomly wore it another day, when, like she said, when she was outside. So she got one more to go. So, yeah, so Sav, I need that. You so, know what I mean? So I can put you, uh, like I said, on the brand page. Let's make the brand page grow as much as my main page do and the podcast page. Like I said, they all tied in together so you can follow all three of them. But, yeah, I'm going to get out of here just like this. Just because their vision is blurry, that doesn't diminish your greatness. Until next time, stay lion hearted. Lion Hearted Podcast.